Good afternoon, or good evening if you're on the East Coast. Welcome to Talk Wrestling here on the Jeff Michi Network, here on the Greg Terry brand, and here on the Nerdy.com channel. Thank you all for tuning in, as you do each and every Monday. It is, as always, greatly appreciated. Um, I know the overlay that you saw before I came on had what I had posted when I made the show uh, a thing last night in the wee hours of the night, I should say. Um, I will go over, take over uh, this Sunday. I will uh, make my brief little thing about uh, yesterday's stream, and I will, of course, open up the chat room to all y'all. But before I do that, about an hour ago, I put a post out on social media, and I said I had a blockbuster announcement about tomorrow's Beaches Musings. I didn't say what show it was because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be too revealing. I do have Meech's Music Sprout. I know usually it's tomorrow's the Sad Boy Sports Bar, and that the show that show's time slot is currently uh, up in the air because of a lot of different reasons. Mainly, the NFL can't spank their own ass with both hands right now about scheduling because they suck. So there's that. Um, however, I did. I decided to fill the uh, Sad Boy uh, Sports Bar slot tomorrow afternoon at six Eastern, three Pacific, with Meech's Musings. And I, I reached out today to an old friend. Um, hadn't talked to him in a long time. He was he was on the show many, 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 many moons ago. Um, many, 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 many. Uh, I care to admit because I'm I, I feel like I feel old when I say it like that. But uh, he uh, he felt some hard times recently, and uh, I decided that uh, I was going to. Uh, it, we, we were just kind of BSing back and forth as we do, he and I. Um, no, it's not Rob Van Dam. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I, I love it to be Rob, but it's it's uh, Rob is very busy as he always is, and that's I'm happy for him. Thank you for the hat compliment, Cleaver. Yes, uh, I know the audio is not clear. I'm I'm having a trouble today. I don't know why it's happening. Working on it the best I can, so I'm sorry, uh, Manuel. Um, anyway, tomorrow on Meech's musings. We will have a very, very special guest on the show. Following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. For love of God, pause. That's what you get when you don't test your out before you go live. Anyway, it is a member of the NWO. Echo a restart song, please. I don't know if you guys can hear it or not, but Buff Bagwell will be on Meech's Musings tomorrow here on the Jeff Meech Network and the Greg Cherry brand and the NoDQ.com channel. Echo, stop, please. Thank you. So there's the big announcement after God, I, I think he was last on one of our shows 17 years ago, which is crazy that it's been we've been doing this that long, first of all. But yes, Bagwell. Mark Bagwell, my good friend uh, from back in the day, will be joining me right here in the room on Meech's Musing, so stay tuned for that tomorrow. Um, I did get a message from Statboy, so let me um, let me see here. Where is the link? I need the link. Come on. There you go. Uh, let's see. Breaking news as of two minutes ago, so it should be interesting to see what we have. Um Okay, Mikey, if you're watching and it's not wrestling news, I uh, make it quick. I, I I love 
that you're wanting to get the news out there, but uh, make it quick. And uh, while we wait for uh, Statboy to come on in. Hello, G. What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you, brother? I'm doing good. Um, it's funny that you mentioned Buff Bagwell. I met my uh, actually took a photo op with Buff Bagwell back in El Paso, I believe in 2014, 2015. I have the Sounds picture somewhere right. on Facebook. So, right. well, this 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 picture of Mark and I was the first time we met in person. We had spoken forever over the phone many many times, but uh, yeah. this is actually out of Frankenstein's out here in the. Uh, the uh, San Bernardino uh, Valley uh, County, whatever the hell it's called out there. JJ Nobert, okay. I did. Um, uh, they had a huge like NWO type event. Like he was there, Lex was there. I think Scotty Steiner was there. I'm not sure. I'll yeah. ask him. But uh, it was like a little like a little NWO mini reunion, and you know I broke as hell. I don't have my paper shit, but I know my buddy's there, so I went and saw yeah, yeah. Mark's picture. You'll you you'll you'll note the cane in that uh, picture. I'm, I don't know if you can see it in my hand. No. No, um, in my other hand, oh, it, it's actually over my left hand with a thumbs up. You can see the cane over my arm there. Um, I had actually just had surgery on an ingrown toenail. That was exciting. So Ooh. I couldn't walk. It was terrible. I, 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 I'm such a wuss that it was, you know, breaking me down. Anyway, so, yeah, I've not seen Mark in eight years because you know it's my King Stanley Cup hat in that picture because it was still yeah. clean back then. Um, <laughs> so I haven't seen Mark in eight years. I haven't talked to him on a show in 13, so I'm – uh, oh, wow. no, I'm sorry, 16. So I'm very excited. All right. With the breaking news, fresh from the sports world, Mikey, what do you got for us? Well, it's made it's been made official. Uh tomorrow's Pittsburgh and Ravens <sighs> game has oh, been no. postponed. Big Baller G is not happy about that. It uh the news just broke about an hour ago. Uh so this is gonna push back week twelve. Um I don't like it. The 49ers are going to be playing in Arizona for the next two weeks. That news is developing. So uh, yeah. now tonight's, tonight's game is still going on. Right. Jeff, if you want to go live tonight, I'm available. And if you just want to get through this and we can just say that I'll, I'll rank everything, what I have up to till tonight, and we can move on to week 13. It's your call. Uh, if you want to go, it's your call. I appreciate it's my call because it's my network. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I appreciate the name on the door being. Uh, well, wait, it's not there. I forgot. I forgot to put the name on there. Wait, wait. I can't be an asshole until I put my name up. Wait. Uh, there we go. Yeah, there I appreciate you go. my name on the door. There we go because it's my show. Um. So okay. Um. When is the game supposed to happen now? I think the same time, eight p.m. They haven't they, confirmed the time yet, but I would assume yeah. eight p.m. What day? I mean, what day? Wednesday. 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 Okay. Here's and, the deal. Go ahead. Yeah, and apparently, whatever game on Thursday has been pushed back to Sunday. So yep. there's no Thursday game this week for Week 13. So okay, but that 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 doesn't affect Week 12 for us. Okay. No. I no. really it doesn't. So okay, what I'm suggesting is this: I only have one show a day this week. Thank God. So. And since I put Marcus in your slot for tomorrow, because I can never tell when your studio is going to be available. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make an, a call audible here and say, we do the, the sports bar Wednesday night after the game. 
I know, I, I know it seems All late right. in the week. I, I, and it, honestly, it, it, if it's an issue, please let me know now. That way I don't have to, you know, bust my chops trying to figure out a solution. Well, if anything changes, I will message you. But as of right now, I've got nothing going on Wednesday night. Okay. So if the game's at 8 Eastern, it's 5 o'clock here. A, a proposed start time of 9 p.m. here shouldn't be an issue. So, Right. Let's do and that. If the game is if the game is like a blowout, if I don't have the final stats, I really won't care. I'll right. I'll just do what I got and we'll, we'll play with play with that. Sounds good. Thank you for letting me know. I appreciate it. And uh, while you're on the air here, I will uh, I will uh, go ahead and do what I was going to do earlier. Uh, the yeah, first I can thing. Stick around for a bit. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> it's more of a more of a just a thing for me. Uh, personally, but I, I did acknowledge it briefly during the show last night, and I did definitely acknowledge it on social media. Um, I was an asshole yesterday on the uh, the NoDQ.com Year End Awards announcements uh, toward a a particular panelist and uh, TJS um, because of his attempted a joke regarding the situation um, that we're being uh, f- forced upon us by a journalist that's not Dave Meltzer for once. So um, I apologize to him then. I apologize to everybody out there now watching on all three channels. Um, no excuse for me acting the way I did. Quite frankly, it was a bad day yesterday anyway, and just Tyler's comment just crawled up my butt and died and festered. It over the edge pretty much. And I, and I, it went, I, I, I lost control. I should know better by now after 18 years doing this when to – maintain control right and i did not do that last night and i've done that repeatedly with tyler and i do apologize for not recognizing that sometimes youth is more exuberant than um uh 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 wisdom so um i apologize for being a dick and i appreciate everybody liked me and came out and supported me um and you know basically said you know kids will be kids like like Cleaver said last night, and I appreciate you um, supporting me here, Colin. The fact of the matter is um, people seem to get off on attacking NoDQ.com and attacking Aaron. Lately, yes. Repeatedly over the last 22 years. I mean, I mean, yeah. we, this isn't a new thing for us to deal yeah. with. Right? I mean, you know, the, the, the fact was we were the pariahs when we started Extreme Mayhem back in 2002 because, you know, we were, we were this freaking... Um, you know this this uh, this dirt sheet that you know happened to get a a, a podcast uh, stream out there when it wasn't even a thing to be called a podcast back then, but we had people like Bobby Heenan, Mike Tanay, uh, Dusty, Jarrett, uh, Raven. Uh, not Raven. Maybe, maybe, I forget if we had Raven or not. Sorry, Scott. I don't know. Um, uh, but we had a lot of people that lent credibility to what we were doing, so the other shows you know, started ragging on us and, you know, talking down to us and everything. So it's not a new thing for us, Aaron and myself and our previous uh, cohorts to deal with crap like this. The fact is though, um, we're not doing anything that nobody else is doing. Okay. Um, Many, many years, I would do a countdown to Christmas uh, with the women of wrestling dressed in Christmas attire. And, I never heard boo from it. And, you know, I'm not demeaning the movement. Let me speak out right now. But the speaking out thing has made everything so 
um, amplified and intensified that we can't so much as comment on an appearance of a woman in any way without somebody, you know, uh, uh, sending the, the PC popo after us. And I think it's bullshit. Um, right or wrong? Right or wrong? I oh, absolutely. I, I so, um, and you know, it just—it's it, very—it's very unfortunate. If that's audio from a game, I need that muted, Mikey, because we're gonna get in trouble. Um, sorry, dude. Um, it's ESPN. Uh, even better, ESPN loves me. Um, so uh, we've been pinged five times by them already this year. So, um, um, I apologize for what I said yesterday, and my bad. All right, so. Now that we got the the Gaga out of the way, and I made my piece, let me just comment since since Mark's gonna be on tomorrow. His official WCW shirts sucked, like they were terrible. <laughs> I went on eBay and Etsy to find one because I found out it's Mark's thirtieth year in the business too. Holy crap! So Cosmic you're gonna you're gonna have well, 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 you're gonna have Bagwell on your show live and living in, in, in color, baby, with a I'm live mic. I'm coming oh, in. Oh, oh 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 okay. Wait, hang on. Let me. Jeff, where the heck? I can't point in reverse here. <laughs> Jeff means the network. Okay, when the producer says you can come on, Mikey, you're more than welcome. Oh, gee, thanks. You're welcome. I'll do my ho- I'll do my homework and I'll give him the stats, and we'll see what happens with every other wrestler that has been involved with my stat work. Hopefully, he won't block me on Twitter. Please don't give Mark his <laughs> stats. It'll 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 just be depressing. <laughs> I no, it won't. He'll be. I, I I would assume that he would be impressed by my work. Did you watch WCW when he was part of the NWO? No, because I didn't really pay attention to him back then. Okay. I liked him better when he was the buff, the stuff, and the girls can't get enough. That was when he was in the NWO. <laughs> I gotta do my home- I gotta do my homework then. <laughs> Say goodnight, Gracie. Nah. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, okay, so do the homework, do the stats, and then you tell me if his one loss record is going to make us depressed or keep us exuberant during the show. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, you, find, I'll find the good stats. <laughs> I love you, Mark. You know I do. Um, okay. Um, anyway. All right. But anyway, so yeah, his WCW shirts suck. So luckily he has pro wrestling T-Store. So I'm going to take care of the, 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 the T-shirt thing in that department. All right. So this Sunday is NXT... War Games 2020, as we know. And yes, the American Males Day. Let, let us not speak of that ever again, ever. And <coughs> the way I speak of American Males is if Aaron comes on this show tomorrow night and sings the song with me. <laughs> and, and and the only way that's going to happen is if you guys super chat it on the show tomorrow. There you go. So there you go. We don't sing for free, right, Noah? Anyway, um, so there's that. Uh, okay, so NXT War Games is tomorrow, uh, Sunday. Whatever the hell, I, sure it is. I, I don't even know what day it is. I, I don't care. Okay, so sun Sunday. I should know because I'm doing a live watch along as I'll plug right now since I'm doing my plugs anyway. There you go. Sunday night at 5.45 Eastern. I will go live. Of course, they go live at 7. I think they do a pre-show at their kickoff at 6. So. Yeah, like half an hour before, like 6.30. So much like uh, NXT Takeover cards prior to air dates, there's only four matches signed, which is fine by me. Yeah. Um, and the cards aren't full yet, which again, fine by me. I, you know, yeah. I, I'm all about surprises with NXT, so that's fine. Um, 
Yes, Ruben, the American Male song was the worst theme ever. It's worse than All American Boys, and that's saying something. So, all right. <laughs> so, I promise predictions, so I'm going to give them. Um, Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes in a strap match. Um, I'll be blunt, honest with you. I only like Cameron Grimes because Cameron Grimes from Young and the Restless tweeted about him that they had the same name, just spelled differently. So I, I really <laughs> don't care about this match whatsoever. So I will simply say that based on my knowledge of both and what I've seen, that Dexter is going to uh, get upset by Cameron because he'll pull off a heel shady tactic to pull out the victory. Am I am I a face there, Big G? Because I have no, I watched a whole lot of NXT lately, so I'm kind of um, going blind here. If I remember correctly, um, Dexter Loomis won that match back at uh, Halloween Havoc. And, you know, if they do 50-50 booking like WWE does, but NXT, I'm going to still say uh, Dexter gets the victory. I'm going to say Dexter gets the victory here. All right. Mikey, are you watching NXT lately, or are you uh, too engrossed in the NFL's shenanigans? I'm I'm clueless when it comes to NXT. I, I really, I mean, um, don't get me wrong. A strap match is one of the most brutal matches in the world. I right. mean, and I've been hit with a strap. I know what it feels like. I mean, not a, a, you could call it a belt, but a belt has a little bit of leeway. A strap is like six times worse. Right. Oh, more more breaking news. Will Fuller the fifth of the of the Texans suspended for six games with a PED violation. Oh my gosh, what a news day this is becoming to be. Um, so as far as NXT predictions, I like I say, it, I'm I'm more engrossed in, in the football and and things like that. So uh, I'm, I think I'm just going to bow out of the predictions for now. Okay. And I guess I'll see you all on Wednesday. Yeah. All right. And so. Just so I'm clear, PED violation, does that mean parentally eternally dipshit at this point? <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Not, not a bad idea, no. How I, do you I, have PEDs in sports in 2020? What the f- is wrong with people? I don't oh. know. I don't know. Irritates me. God damn it. It does. It does. <sighs> so, All right. Mikey, I, I, I will uh, let you have your leave. And uh, if we have you, if you're available for the Ask Me Anything portion of the show, we'll bring you back on. All right. Later. Later, brother. All right. So, um, you know, I, I was actually reading it. It actually occurs to me. I have a theme going this week, G. And let me What's just that? make it not so big like so you're not just all over the corner there by no, yourself. No, that's fine. All right. So today I have NXT predictions. Tomorrow I have Bagwell. Wednesday, we're doing Georgia because on the state laws because the War Games match started in Georgia. Right. Thursday, we're doing a match from Starcade on Wrestling Rewind, the very first Starcade, the, uh, the dog collar match. And then Friday, we're covering Starcade's top 10 matches with JJ and I. And then Sunday, I'm covering the War Games pay per view. Um, yeah, this is officially a Jim Crockett WWE week on Jim <laughs> Right? It's official. There you go. All right. So, there you go. It is what it is. All right. So, and yes, paddles are also painful, CJ. And Mikey said the belt doesn't hurt. <laughs> it depends which belt he used. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dads have multiple belts in their arsenal. You never know what you're going to get, man. All right. So the next match I have is for the North American Championship, the perennially unlucky Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest both challenging this Leon Ruff kid. I've never seen this kid before. I was like, okay, what <laughs> happened? Um, here's my thing. I, I, I don't think 
that his wife's team is going to win because they're they're pushing Shotzi as, as this great underdog that has to fight the system and whatever. So right. I think Johnny's going to win here. I think I, so too. I, I want Johnny to win here. Don't get I love I love the Garganos, both of them. They're, yeah. I, I love them to death. I think um, I think with Leon winning, I think it was like a publicity stunt, like right. uh, you know, just to get the title off of Gargano saying, you know, Gargano can't retain the title after his first defense. Like you said a couple weeks ago, Sasha pushed that down to Gargano's way. <laughs> so yeah. Um I agree with you here. I think Gargano's gonna win it back. And I, I see him and Priest continuing their feud. Yeah, it's like, of all things to be passed out of the main roster, I don't think Arama wanted that. No, nah, right. <laughs> Sasha, what a biatch. Anyway, um, no, I love you, Sasha. All right, so I'm going to talk about the men's war games first because that is um, not a mystery to me because we know everybody's going to be in there. Yeah. It's the Undisputed Era against McAvee and the, uh, what are they calling themselves? Um, I don't know if they have a name. I know it's done. Only Lorkin and uh, Birch, Danny yeah, Birch. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I okay it's for the brand. There you go. Right for the brand. Thank you. That's right. So, War Games in its conception was designed for the heels to finally get their comeuppance. Yeah. Right. Um, the Horsemen always lost at some point. They were going to lose that match. Yeah, it's going to happen back in the eighties. So I think that they're going to go back to that philosophy here. And as, as despicable as the industry there has been, they're the baby faces here because nobody yeah. likes that back of these No, not your right. Anyway. And, and if you do out there, good for you. I think you're wrong, but good for you. Um, <laughs> I don't care anymore. So, um, I, I gotta believe the UE is gonna win only because Pat has gotten one up on Adam so many times. Like it's very much Flair getting one up on Dusty or Magnum or the yeah. Road every single freaking week for months on end until they just take him in the cage and beat the shit out of him. So I think it's gonna happen here. I think it's gonna come down to um, Dunn and the, the Birch and Lorcan are gonna be neutralized. And Pat's going to be the one to take the fall, whether it be submission or pinfall. Yeah, it shouldn't be pinfall in war games. Damn it all! Um, I want to uh, say Undisputed Air has been in all four war games since its inception. Yes, and they've they only are, won the first one, correct? I, I believe know. so. I believe so. They are they are the masters of the war games. Uh, they, they are the horsemen of the NXT war games. So you know they're in there every time. So that's that's awesome. Um, but they're definitely due. And I think yeah. that, like, uh, who said that? Uh, Dwayne said, McAfee's there to take the fall, straight up. Yep. Now, I have heard the rumor that Colin is throwing out there in the chat, so I will throw it up here for public consent. Not the stupid damn freaking thing. Um, that Kyle's going to turn on the UE and cost them the war games. Um, I, I just, I, as much of a, a swerve as that would be. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't well, I don't know if I, I don't think it's going. I still want it to happen. Like yeah. I love these four guys together. And a, as much of a star as I see in Kyle O'Reilly, breakout wise, I don't foresee it happening. No. Like I I I don't think Hunter is ready to pull that trigger. And I could be wrong. And if you think I'm wrong and you want to hear other opinions, by all means, where'd it go? There it is. 
Colin and Noah and Jerry will be on uh, Thursday or Friday with their war games predictions at nodq.com forward slash Colin. So there you go. So <laughs> out there. There's the plug. You know what? There's the plug. Trust me, more plugs are coming. All right. So um, <laughs> then you got the ladies in war games, which I just love that the ladies are in war games. I think that's right? fantastic. And if any woman in the, on the NXT roster was was made for war games, it is Candice Candid, Candid, okay. Candid, dude. I've showed the picture many times on on my shows of her and Joey with her having the crimson mask after defeating the Bucks at PWG. Candice LeRae is batshit crazy. She is certifiably insane. My goodness, um, she's 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 built for this match. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Dakota Kai and Raquel, they're 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 just kind of there. You know, yeah. and I I like them both, but they're kind of just there for the Tony Storm surprised me. It really yeah. did. She hurt her, and I guarantee the NXT team that we have on the, uh, the peripheral of No DQ was loving that because they hate Tony anyway. So they were all about that. I'm sure I haven't talked to them, so I don't know. But um, that was cool. It was a cool moment. I, I enjoyed that because it, it was unexpected, which was yeah. supposed to on the other side, you've got Shotzi, Ember, and Rhea so far with a fourth to be named. She'll I'm sure it'll be Io Shirai. I'm sure it'll be Io. Because she's got business with Candice, with Raquel, with Dakota, and possibly Tony Storm. Well, here's my here's my wrinkle in the fabric, if you will. Okay. How far is Tegan Knox away from returning again? She had another ACL, didn't she, or MCL? I thought she did, but how, how, how far back was that? Two or three months ago. Oh, shit. I was going to say, because she definitely owes Dakota a, a War Games receipt for sure. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me so, Yeah, I'm going to look that up and see. Yeah. If she's ready to go, I put her in that spot and just t- turn her loose on Dakota and Raquel. Because she definitely owes them an ass whooping. Oh, yeah. Especially after last year's War Games. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, the, the only thing I hated about that was that it wasn't in LA here before. Oh, that would have been right. awesome to be live. My God. Oh, man. Because, I mean, that was a moment. I mean, D- Dakota just, like, it was. I hesitate to compare. It wasn't like Hogan level because it wasn't that big of a deal. But for the hardcore NXT female fans, I was like, holy shit. So it's so, only been oh, it, October 10th is when she got hurt, apparently. Uh, another yeah, a, no. another okay. MTL or ACL. Okay, they'll definitely be Io Shirai, and it'll definitely be uh, it'll definitely be that team winning because that that team is motivated. That team um definitely wants a piece of all four of them. Oh yeah. So um I I the the babyface will definitely win that match, no question about it. They've got the strength of Rhea being back. They've got um Ember Moon back. They've got Shotzi leading the team, and Io will join the team. So I mean that's that's huge. And the the thing is. The world title's on the line this show because Balor's whatever's going on with him, and he is defending the women's championship as of now. So, yeah. and yeah, there's the tag team champs because they're in war games. Yeah, exactly. So every so. every cha- every championship but one's some somewhat involved in the war games one way or the other. So, you know, um, I could see the I could I know they're gonna they always have five matches. I could see it possibly being um, Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa, which I would. Cherish that would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, in that case, I see Ciampa just unleashing 
a darker right. than ever. Because he, dude, he has been just a pissed off little man since he came back. He just, oof. oh yeah. And yeah, and I, I, I don't know when Karrion Cross is supposed to be back, but I oh, he's yeah, yeah. He 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 got hurt more recently than or more uh, just a little bit before Keegan did. So yeah, yeah. He, there, oh God, that, that that's such a heartbreaker for him because I love Cross and I, we all yeah. love, we all love us, Charlie. <laughs> Not that I'm no. trying to incite any sort of objectifying or anything for those of you paying attention. <laughs> God, idiots. All right, so there's the war games predictions. There you go. All right, we're only half hour in. Damn, I moved that faster than I wanted to. Okay, well, in that case, I'll do some plugs. All right, so let's see. So I mentioned the show's coming up this week. Let me get everybody that I I, I, I was going to plug them last week. I had the graphics all made up and I got sidetracked and, you know, freaking, you know, squirrel. So, you know, it's uh, I, I got off track. But first of all, I mentioned earlier, our buddy Colin, the cleaver himself, no DQ.com forward slash Colin, YouTube.com forward slash the cleaver. Yes, he has his own URL on YouTube, which was better than I, faster than I got mine. You dick. Um, so, so <laughs> there's Colin's plug for his uh his various uh uh social medias and whatnot um our buddy lisa who calls in every once in a while to the uh to the shows uh oh, she cool. is at twitter at angel lisa marie two number two make sure you put the two in there because yeah. angel lisa marie i don't know who the hell is on there but it's on her <laughs> right so, um, so make sure you put two with her name so uh and uh you can talk to somebody who's sitting there colder than we are because it's golden Canada right now so and um <laughs> i have another buddy her name is laura she is over in the united kingdom she is a uh she is a user of the only friends site so yes i'm going to cause trouble here um but onlyfans.com forward slash Laura Sands fan. That's her official uh, website. So check her out. She's a friend of the show. She's a great friend in general. She's a sweet lady um, and just just fun. Cool, cool. All right. All right. Now my own personal grub because I got to plug my own swag. Um, all right. <laughs> You're on the YouTube. So duh, you know where you are. Very good. You're on the YouTube. Uh, uh, Anchor. I, here's my thing with Anchor. I think they stopped my sponsorship after a year. Oh wow! So I'm not making money on the anchor right now. I don't know what to do about that. If somebody at anchor can get a hold of me, that'd be sweet, because that's my bread and butter right now. Because I'm not making money on YouTube right now. So, um, I will plug the merchandise on Teespring.com/slash/sourcesmission.network. But I have been advised not to buy any more myself because I have rung the uh, the the uh, the the thing up too too high. So I will not do that anymore. Um. Of course, you're also watching me on Twitter right now, which I thank you for. Um, there's the Twitter address. Instagram. I can't go live on Instagram because this damn algorithm doesn't work yet. But there's my Instagram. It's the same as Twitter, underscore Jeff Meacham. And, of course, you're watching on Facebook at the Jeff Meacham, uh, Jeff Meacham Network and the Jeff Meacham Network Facebook group. So thank you for that. I think that's it. Okay. Gee, what, gee, what's your uh, what's your plugs? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. No DQ underscore. No DQ.com. Slash Big Baller G is my Twitter account. No DQ okay. underscore Big Baller G nineteen eighty eight on Instagram. Jeff Hell's on Facebook. I'm all over the place on social media. I still have a TikTok somewhere, but that I never use anymore. Okay, yeah, okay. Let me just let me just throw a commentary out there to the masses, okay? Because I I heard distinctly members sitting there in my seat watching the 2013 Hall of Fame ceremony on I think it was a stream or whatever. 
And Mick Foley lamented the day that The Undertaker would ever have a Twitter. And what does he have now? He's got a freaking TikTok, people. That's disturbing on just level I can't even process. <gasps> okay. So I do have some more breaking news. Since oh, our game got pushed back to Wednesday yes. against the Ravens, our game against Washington from Sunday will now be played on Monday night. Ooh, so we'll, look at you. it'll be a doubleheader Monday night. So I won't be watching Raw next week. I'll be watching my football. <laughs> now, I'm sure Vince understands that his product is not as good as the Steelers. So, hey, no. so. all right. All right. So here we go. With ask me anything. Here we go. Let me let me actually let me let me be like Greg and be professional with this uh, with these banners here. Wait, it's, it's, here we go. Okay. Hashtag ask me anything. That's all right. So Brendan says, "What up, Jeff and G? Since he's here, what match do you think will steal the show at War Games?" Oh. Uh, you know, any one of these four have a show stealer attached to them, right? Um, the one that will top the list, I think, is going to be the uh, women's match because the women are a fairly new commodity inside the cage. Yeah. So I think they're going to wow us with what they do Sunday night. So. I think so. I, I think mean, so. I mean, the, the men's match is going to wow us with brutality because Pat's going to get the crap beat out of them. There's just oh no God. denying that. Um, <laughs> Loomis and Grimes are going to beat the crap out of each other. So that's going to be uh, that, that's not going to be a show. That's just going to be a, oh, well, yeah, okay. Um, and then Leon, the, the, the triple threat match, three-way dances for the North American Championship always seem to be the ones that make Meltzer, you know, have an accident in his pants. So that may be it there, too. I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. Brandon Dvorak says, what do you think of the old school mentality of hiring wrestlers with amateur wrestling backgrounds or MMA backgrounds? I think it helps give wrestling credibility. Um, I don't mind that mentality as long as those who come in realize they're not hitting for real anymore <laughs> and actually like, you know, learn to adapt. Um, Tank Abbott never adapted in WCW. I, 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 that's a horrible example because Tank sucked, but um, like, Shamrock learned. Yeah. Severn definitely learned. He was a world champion. Um, Brock came over from amateur and was a beast. Kurt Angle was Kurt freaking Angle. So there's that. Um, like I said, as long as the guys are coached enough to know that, hey, it's not real, easy kids, then you're fine. Um, you know, you get you get freaking people that, you know, I've, I've seen that. I've seen people come into independent companies and just start, you know, throwing, you know, throwing haymakers thinking they're going to, you know, store one on, on a, on a veteran or something. And, and, and they get schooled and it's embarrassing um, because they don't use their fundamentals and they get fundamentals used against them, which is yeah. hysterical. So yeah, I, again, if you adapt, adapt or perish, that's the rule of life. <laughs> so all right, let's see what we got here. Um, Mr. Anderson, I still remember Judy Bagwell on the poll. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that tomorrow. Um, just not going to mention his mom on a poll. That's just silly. Uh, or a forklift, whatever. It's, oh, God. And she, she's such a sweet lady, too. It's so sad. Okay, uh, let's see. Michael says, Ravens should have to support the game. Yes, they should. You're right. Good point, sir. 
Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find a question. Okay. Uh, there was a question about buff I saw earlier that I missed in going off of my silliness. Uh, I'll find it. Anyway, let's see. I'm just having dead air, and this is not good. So, okay. Uh, there we go. All right. Elijah says, Jeff, I got a good question for you guys. How do you guys feel about the Taz and Cody storyline? Is it interesting to you or not? Um, well, yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not Taz's biggest fan. That's not a secret, but I do like the story with him and Cody. I, I think it's definitely got um got merit. I think so too. You know, it was I didn't realize uh Taz's son was, you know, training with Cody and the Nightmare family. And I didn't realize his son was with him at ringside as well on Dynamite. So it'll be right. interesting, you know, they're throwing like real life situations out there involving his son and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting. It's it's it, it, it's definitely making me want to see what happens next. And it's very rare to have right. to happen anymore. So that, that's cool. I like that. Um, Mike D says, "Do you think CM Punk will ever wrestle again for WWE when the crowds come back?" Yeah. I don't know how many. I think we get that question once a week, at least. <laughs> at least. At least. Um, okay, I know where. Okay, somebody asked me about Bagwell and Jr. So I'm going to address it. Um, I don't know the beef between Bagwell and Jim Ross. So if somebody wants to fill me in, or you know, tell me what happened with those two, that'd be great. All I know is that Mark worked for. Um, WWF for about 35 seconds and then got dismissed. So I, I don't know if anything happened with him and Jr. I don't know. So um, there is that. Okay. And I just realized I had the freaking banner up for the question. For you, sir. I'm going to bow out. I'm going to go eat some din din. You do that. It's it's, it's six thirty back there. Thank you for coming. I appreciate that. Not a problem guys. Take it easy. Have a good one boss. About. Oh, oh, here's here's a question from about Jr. Here it is, CJ. I don't know what Buff's issues with Jr. are, so if I can be informed of that, let me know. Mikey, I got your message. We were at the same show at Frankenstein. It was the same event. Yep, we were. Like, did did we take the bus there or something? I think we met up there. Mate, what you know? What, what, what was my, was that the one my dad came, or was that a different one? Uh, no, your dad was there for uh. And yeah, I know it was Sean. And then Clea brought me to Trish. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's Clea that brought me out for Buff. I, anyway. <sighs> anyway, yeah, I don't know. That was also the day where I met uh, Shiki Baby. Uh, okay. I met Rick Steiner that day, too. I got a horrible picture. I had to freaking edit the shit out of it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Where are we at here? Okay. Uh, where do we go here? Let's see. Okay. The last, the last question yeah. was about Punk. Right, yeah, I, I answered it. When the crowds come back, so will CM Punk. As yeah. well, Ronda, in my opinion. Um, Elon says, when Karrion Cross comes back, what do you think his return feud should be, or should they just bring him up to the main roster? Not the main roster. He's not... I, I didn't think he was ready for prime time when he came up in, first of all. Um, he needs to get his title back. So, whoever the champion is. Sounds good. All right, let's see here. Elon says, also, do you think the Forgotten Sun's coming back anytime soon with Baron Corbin this Friday on SmackDown? Um, I think they are 
a lost cause more so than we want to believe. Which is sad. I like all three of those guys. I really do. So, um, so yeah. Michael said, why, why is WWE, for lack of a better term, made December a filler month? I remember back in the day they would have major storylines in December, while recently it's been a forgettable month for WWE. Um, I don't recall that being the case either, uh, Michael. I remember... I remember once Survivor Series was over, it was kind of a, all, a full speed ahead to the Rumble. Like they did do December in your houses, and they did Rock Bottom and um, and uh, the DX pay per view and uh, Armageddon in '99 and 2000. Armageddon '99 was a badass pay per view. I just watched that recently. That was a kick ass show. Yeah. Um, it, it, Stephanie's heel turn for the first time. That was monumental if you think about the history of the last 20 years. Um, mm-hmm. But there were so there were major stories going on in December, but yeah, lately, I mean, you know, with he, he, if you want to go deep dive, Michael, I totally will, which is fine. I, I love doing that. Um, the fact of the matter is, they've had so many shows that they have to do filler by default because they have four weeks or less to make you want to believe in a story enough to either subscribe or in the old days buy pay per view. So they're they're in this formula where they have to do things at Mach, at Mach five. Um, so I if if you if you don't understand that you're too young to tell off my show. Um, just saying, Mikey Mikey gets it. Um, um, so I I don't think it's a it's a recent problem. It's been a long time problem. Uh, the 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 network era has had that problem. Because we have a show every four or six, four to four to five weeks, and there doesn't need to be. I've said it so many times, and people disagreed with me on my own show about it, and got my ass chapped, and got my ass chapped about it. Rumble, Mania, uh, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Lather, Rinse, Repeat, or or or, or even let's see, one Rumble, Mania. Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Money in the Bank, King of the Ring, or something. Six shows, one every two, one every other month. That way, you have a good eight week or so build. As as crappy match quality wise as nineteen ninety three was for the WWF, the storylines were not bad. I'm I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie. I I enjoyed the Bret Hart Jerry Lawler thing. I enjoyed. Yokozuna getting his his win back over Hulk. I know it's a shitty match and it's a stupid finish, but whatever. Um, but I as as bad as Luger was as the babyface, the build to SummerSlam was epic. The Survivor Series was good. It had a good story with the Sean and uh, filling in for Jerry Lawler and the Bre- and the Hart family started the feud. Let's not forget that. So ninety three and the ninety four had really good builds between shows, as did WCW. But when Bischoff upped the ante to one a month, it just it, it it became a cluster, and I disagree with that strategy wholeheartedly. I told Bischoff this to his face that I disagree with that strategy. Didn't like that very much, but you know, it's twenty years later. I give a shit, really? And of course not. So anyway, that's why it seems like a filler because it is. So basically, you asked me what the time was. I told you how to, how to make the watch. So moving right along, um, what's next? Elijah says. How do you feel about AEW winter is coming card? Are you excited? And who you want to see it with a win? Mox or Omega? And who do you think attacked Moxley? 
<sighs> here's where I get in trouble. I haven't watched AEW in uh, since the pay per view, the last pay per view. So I don't know what I, I see a, a, a promo with Moxley talking at calling out Omega. I think it's going to be, even though I don't watch AEW, I know that they are two top stars. So mm-hmm. they're going to put on a good match. You know that for a fact. Right. I, 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 they, they have history in Japan. Let's not forget that. So And, and I, I think that whether you want to call him Ambrose, whether you want to call him John Moxley, I think he's happier in AEW. Much. As as much as you know, and and he acknowledged that they're that they're going to have a baby soon, so he's going to be a papa soon. So that's exciting for him too. So it's going to, and honestly, I, I might this this might be actually the first time I actually tune into an AEW event because it sounds like a match I would actually want to see, and I would want to see Moxley come on top and keep the title. Wrestling gods, no, not you, Layfield. Get out of the way. Um. <laughs> Please let the baby have Renee's sense of right and wrong and, and sanity, not John's. Thank you. Okay. Um, anyway, John's crazy. Met him. He's nuts. Renee's a sweetheart. Love her. Um, she was on my uh, podcast Booker at Booker's thing. So there you go. All right. Yeah, that's right. Jeff Brandon says, Jeff, what's your favorite Fabulous Ones music video? Mine is them riding motorcycles and in barn. You assume I've seen a Fabulous Ones music video, first of all. <laughs> no clue what you're talking about. No, I, I know. I know. It's, it's, uh, 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 Steve Kern and Dan Lane. I just never seen their stuff. So mm-hmm. apparently, JR says Buff's mom called in sick for Buff. Okay. Why is that a problem? That problem, I did read something. They, I think he was talking about how he got fired. He still doesn't understand it. It, it was something on his, on his, on a, on a, a bio page or something. Well, we'll ask him tomorrow. We'll see, see what the situation is. I'm going to ask him about his injury because he's in a car wreck over the summer. So I want to get right. him. That, that that can... Dude, do right. you know that he was in that car wreck when I was stuck at Teresa's? And that's why I didn't call him until today. I, I found out on the air doing a live stream. I was like, oh shit. I went to go call him. And then, you know, <laughs> got a little distracted. So anyway, uh, your thoughts on lethal lottery. Was it a success and should it be brought back maybe for a one-off? No. Ooh, the lethal lottery. Okay, here's my. Okay, I have something to say on that. Okay. If the okay, we all know that it's a work of some kind. There's always an angle. If the lethal lottery truly was random, if it was legit, if they literally showed the names being picked out of the hat, they actually like they actually showed the camera and proved that they have to put a match on the fly, then it would work. Right. All right. So was it was it a success? No. Should it be brought back only if it's done that way. If they if if they just flat out say, you know, if they and and this is just for example, it's not going to happen. But let's say they pull out a piece of paper. It has Sting's name on it. They pull out another piece of paper. It has the Undertaker's name on it. It has another one. It has CM Punk's name on it. And they go and have a triple threat match and they figure it out in the ring. That's the only way it would work. Next question. I'm working on it. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag ask that boy something. Right, that's it. So, something, not anything, just something. Okay, so yeah. Mike D says, do you think The Undertaker gets inducted in the 2021 Hall of Fame or do they wait? Much we like CM Punk, much like Ronda Rousey, when the crowds come back, the dead man will be inducted. 
They are not going to induct the freaking great. They're not going to induct the greatest of all time without a crowd there. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Uh, okay, uh, sorry. That came off really shitty. I apologize. But it's, it's just common sense. Like, there's no way in hell they're going to induct the Undertaker without a crowd of thousands of people to wish him off and send him off properly. So yeah, the, the Thunderdome can't contain this. There is no way. If they they can do it, but it just won't be the same thing. Right. All right. CJ with the question of the day so far. I love this question. Okay. Let's see it. If you could pick one of these things to come back for good, what would you pick? <laughs> the big gold belt or the SmackDown fist set? Uh, hands down, the big gold belt. That's the easiest question ever. That, question belt, time. that belt has meant something. That belt has has actually let you know that you're the top guy, and you had to prove you were the top guy. If you read Ric Flair's book, read the story on how he had to put up twenty five thousand dollars on a deposit to be to, to hold that belt, and he basically held that belt up for ransom. And he said, "You give me back my money, you get the belt back." I'm the best. I'm the top guy. I read that book. I know that story. And I I applaud Ric Flair for that. It's all about, yes, it's like Moolah once said, it's all about the money. But in this case, going back all those years, that belt meant something. And to, 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 you you know, don't, don't uh, uh, taint, don't cover the belt, don't obscure the belt because it meant something. That's right. It did. So, let me, uh, hang on a second here, let me, by the way, those kids are really loud today, just throwing it out there. Oh, they're playing. I know. Close the window. <laughs> I gotta get some air in here. I, I got nothing. All right. Um, yeah, the big gold belt was the only thing that was actually going to make me go to a star cast. I love Conrad. I love all he had there and all he was doing and all the people he had. The big gold belt almost had me in Vegas. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Love that. All right. So Chris Cahill says, am I crazy to think that if you push right, if push right, Bianca Belair could be the next megastar in the women's division like since Lita and Trish with her crazy strength and athleticism? You're not crazy necessarily, Chris. I just, I, I, I don't know if Bianca has the, the complete it factor that Trish had, that Lita had that you know not wrestling wise but that stacy and tori had that um that sasha and bailey did this year that um becky lynch had prior to uh, her pregnancy that um ronda rousey did coming in and going out you know megastar i don't know the, the top star in the division absolutely i don't know about that um i, I like bianca Belair. she's got the look I do she's too. She's got the athleticism. She's got the strength. I'd like to see her go aerial. I'd like to see her jump off the top rope. I, the only person that I think that has touched the, that that touches the top rope the most, I want to say, is Ember Moon. The others um, and, and whatever's happening in NXT, I don't know. But currently, the the ladies aren't aren't taking very many risks anymore. Well, you know they're 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 trying to be more athletic and more uh, ground based than they are aerial based, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, Michael says, "I like the six-year viewer concept." Thank you, sir. 
Cleaver says the way they run the takeover schedule is the way they should pay reviews. Reviews. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Colin. All right. And NMC with a question that I'm going to direct to Statboy. Hmm. If you were to guess, Jeff, how how many wrestling based questions have you think you've answered over the years? Thanks. I'm gonna Mikey watch. Let's say everyone on my show is like 18 years. He'll give you the answer tomorrow. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> are we talking trivia like, questions or just questions in general? Like like a Q and A. It's got to be thousands. It honestly does. Yeah. Man. I mean, 18 years. We were on once, if not twice a week for most of that. So, and now I'm on five days a freaking week for crying out loud on. Three different shows doing Q and A. Yeah, it's uh, it's a very, very large. I, I would say thousands is a safe uh, estimate. It's easy. Hmm. Idea, Jeff. With today being Cyber Monday, should they bring back the concept for some Monday Night Raw on that day? Nope. Cyber Sunday was about as legitimate as the Lethal Lottery. It's terrible. Terrible. And we don't. We don't even have a way to confirm if the votes actually counted the way we wanted them to. Right. You can My, you you can you can put a website up there. You can click, but again, at the end of the day, they have the control that to say that they wanted this person in the ring. I mean, un unless everybody in the WWE universe takes a picture of their computer when they cast their vote then they can have a little bit of a defense. But at the end of the day, WWE is going to say, this person got the most votes. And you just have to believe it or you don't. Yes. Um, Mike says, I was saying 2021 because I, I don't think Vince is going to have WrestleMania next year that a crowd is back. Right. But they're not going to haul through without the crowd either. So, you know, there you go. Cleaver says, who takes the U.S. What, did I get it right? Nowhere to go. There it is. Who takes the U.S. title from Bobby Lashley? Um, the guy that beats him. Um, I don't know. It could be anybody. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, really, call. I don't know because it, it really depends what they build, you know, toward, going toward TLC. They haven't really built anything yet. They've been kind of focusing on the Hurt Business, uh, uh, doing things as a unit. They haven't really had a challenger step up against Bobby for this particular run yet. So we'll see here in about an hour and six minutes, maybe. The only person I could think about off the top of my head would be Keith Lee. Right. Okay. I think he's the only one that can match if we're going on a basics uh, uh, size size and strength battle. Right. So, I mean, come on. That like I said, like I said it for the Survivor Series, that matchup between uh, Bobby and Sammy, that was a joke. I mean, yes, Sammy can claim that he's smarter, but still, he had no shot. He had right. no shot whatsoever. Michael says, "Better feud: Edge versus Taker, or Edge versus Cena." Uh, Cena. Edge versus Cena. Um, that, that is a defining rivalry for both of them. And granted, Taker and Edge was a great story for 15 months. It just yeah. dominated Undertaker's life. It really did. But um, Edge versus Cena is a defining rivalry for both men. Um, yeah. Edge beat Cena for his first world title. They feuded for the entire year of 2006. Yep. So you know, that was an amazing story. Dwayne says, who got pushed to the moon faster, Diesel or Roman? You know, people seem to think that Roman got pushed to the moon. I remember 2014, we were all wishing he'd get pushed, and they didn't, okay? Kevin Nash is the easy answer. He was a bodyguard in June of 93. By the following June, he was an Intercontinental Champion. Two months later, he was a Tag Team Champion. Three months later, he was a World Champion. Yep. 
So of those two, Diesel got his complete push cemented in 17 months. Roman, it took like three years to get him in the world title match, which is bullshit. So, Totally agree. If Paul Bearer was Pringle the third, who was one and who was two? Um, you know, I never asked Percy that. I, n- I never really got that story out of him. And I, I regret that now. But uh, I- I- I'd love to go back and research the history of the Percy Pringle name. Because I know-, I know there are more than one Percy Pringle. That's why he was the third. But um, I-, I never got the whole story of why that was a thing. So I'll have to check with him or his family or something like that. Mike D says, whose return for major injury were you more excited for? Edge in 2020 or HBK in 2002? Well, I know Mikey's going to say the Heartbreak Kid because that's his favorite of all time. I'll tell you what. Um, Sean was a build. Like, we saw him come back wearing NWO colors. We saw him, um, you know, recruit Hunter to Raw. We saw Hunter turn on him, and then we saw the return. Edge came out of F.E. nowhere. I don't think I've popped that loud for something that wasn't something I did in years. Like, I go back and watch that video, and I am amazed at how completely crazed I was when Edge came out. For And I was, I was so mad because I was here working, and my son and my dad were in there watching the living room, and Dylan is losing his mind. I'm like, what? I went in there and I see the replay. Dude, I get the goosies. Like, just, oh my God. It was so cool. And it sucked so bad he got hurt. Oh. Anyway. And I know, yeah. like I said, Shawn Michaels coming back was more of a overall redemption because he got, got got right with the Lord. He got clean. He found his family. He, he married his Rebecca, he got the kids. His life came into place. So that was yeah. a great life story, right? Edge my, was my brother, an amazing pop. <laughs> yeah, my, my brother knows me very well. It's very true. I mean, Sean was my my favorite, you know, going all the way back to, you know, 94, 95. And then when he turned heel in 96 and then lost the belt to Stone Cold and, and whatnot. Um, and, then he, and then, you know, I didn't know about I knew about the back problems. I didn't know about the drugs. I didn't know about whatever issues he was going through. Um, I certainly gave him a boost when he when he turned his life over, which was the which was the best decision he could have made. And you know, then I'm hearing, oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. And you know, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, Edge coming back was the one of the biggest shockers when he did come back because and and. As, as soon as he did come back, he came back prior to the Rumble, of course, and he miraculously hit a spear on somebody. I can't remember who it was. SummerSlam, I remember. But as soon as he hit that, that's when people started talking. They're like, oh, my God, Edge just speared somebody. He's coming back. And right. you know, we're watching the Rumble, and we're getting later and later, and they're like, who's coming out? Who's coming out? And you hear it. crowd goes crazy, and then he comes back. And also, I want to say this about Edge. Um if you ever get a chance to go on to Netflix, there's a great show. Dory and I just, we binge watched all five seasons. The show was called Haven. Oh my God. Such a good show. It was a good show. And, you know, Edge plays a, a character named Dwight. And yep. he, and we watched it. And um, 
if we ever meet him, we're going to say thank you for making that show because Edge can act. You know, oh, he's yeah. a great actor, and uh, we just want to thank him for all that stuff. And uh, when we were watching the show, I was kind of getting a little bit mad at it because they would do the cliffhanger endings, and it would remind me. show, Jay. Yeah, exactly. We we would say that at, at, when the credits would pop up, we're like, I'm like, Dory, I hate this show, <laughs> and we're we're and then. I compared it to Once Upon a Time. Oh, because, God. Yeah. It's like, because everybody, it, you know, Once Upon a Time, Storybrooke is in Maine. Haven is in Maine. Both are towns that are not supposed to exist. Storybrooke has characters. Haven has people with curses called Troubles. So you got to, if, ha- if you haven't seen this show, and I know it's a five-year-old show because it took place in 2015, but... Go back and binge watch this, and you're going to love this show. And for those of you not Disney fans or ABC fans, Once Upon a Time is on Disney+, Plus, and it's it's worth the seven seasons, I promise you. I don't know about but the seventh season. You know what? People shit on that season. I I, it, 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 I, I admit, at first I was like, oh, F. But it grew on me. I, I enjoyed the way it all played out. I really did. I was happy at the end of six, but that's just me. Well, so was I, but you know, they they were trying to, you know, milk that cow for all it was worth. So, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Disney doing that? I, I can't imagine. Anyway, um Kyle says, Who do you go see going to the Hall of Fame first? Taker or The Rock? Put them both in at the same time. No, 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 no. Wrong stat boy. And by the way, I'm gonna call you on your stat you just messed up. First of all. You said Sean turned heel in 96, lost title to Austin. He turned heel in 1997 and lost about to Austin in 98. 96 was his babyface year, brother. Okay, so I was off by two years. Shoot me next time. Stat boy has failed me. On Shawn Michaels, no less. What are we going to do with you, Mike? Anyway, um, yeah, right? That's it. So, that's it. The rule that makes no sense anymore. Anyway, um, you never don't put those two together. They are headliners on their own. Yeah. Well, that's and, and that's the promoter in me saying, okay, if I have Dwayne one year, I'll have guaranteed sellouts both years. There you go. I think at this stage of the game, Undertaker's gonna go first, only because Rock is still doing his thing. Um uh in Hollywood and still very, very busy. So We'll see how Mania plays out with the alleged thing of him and Roman, but um, I wouldn't count on that happening. I just really didn't mute Facebook, which screwed me just then. So, okay. Um, let's see what Matt Ruby sees. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Hey, Cleaver, don't worry about it, brother. It's all good. It's all good. You're good. All right. Um, it's raining Philadelphia right now. It's raining. It's raining pretty Sydney good. Says, pretty when Brock comes back, who should he face? Um, oh. a, a a a retirement window. Um, He's, I'm I'm done with him. I am so I, done with him. Well, to be fair, you and I have personal reasons, and that and that's that that's not fair to the audience. But I have never I've liked him since he came back again for the same reasons I don't like him now. So I don't want him to come back. There's nobody left, really. There isn't. I mean, he he conquered the streak. He destroyed John Cena in the middle of the ring in front of all of us, which is horrible. Yeah. Um, just horrible. Um, he's run through everybody. So 
you know, I mean, Drew, but you drew, you know, whatever. So that um, happened last year. There's nothing more for him to do. Put him in the Hall of Fame and be done with him. Yeah, please. Yeah. Lardy Boy K. If other people, people have him together, Lesnar and Sable. There you go. Riddle will take the U.S. title off of Lashley. I think that's what the segment between him and MVP was last week. Um, no. Like I Honestly, said last no. Well, no. Like I said last week, um, Matt Riddle is one of the few people I will remotely root for Goldberg against. But I can't stand that twerp. He bugs. Okay. Um, what was for the big one? For one, huh? he needs to. For one, he needs to wear boots. Uh, well, I, I don't have a problem with that. It's not going to do that for twenty years. I, I don't have a problem with that. I ha- I have a problem with his whole attitude and that it carries over in his real life because he is a arrogant whatever. He wishes he was RVD dude. Like, dude, screw you. Seriously. Um. All right. What was the bigger pop, Edge twenty twenty or John or Cena twenty oh eight? Um, because, yeah, because well, uh, there's two reasons because of the sheer number of people, Edge, but because of the unbelievable emotion, also Edge. John came back from a career threatening injury, but we all knew he was coming back at some point, it was just early. We were told flat out Edge was never going to wrestle again. He said it time after time, like. It wasn't a hard decision because it was made for me. I ha- I didn't have a choice. And somehow, in that nine years, something was... Now, here's my thing on that. Now, from what we've been told, and correct me if I'm wrong, Statboy, mm-hmm. Edge had the same problem with his neck and spine as Steve Austin mm-hmm. and his age. Stein- spinal stenosis. Here's my, here's my thing. If Edge can be repaired and have another run hanging out toward his bicep, why is Paige still sitting in front of her Twitch screen every week and not in front of our WWE cameras? Only Paige knows the answers to that one. Um, I would love, to, I would love to ask Soraya that because that's that's potential wasted. And by the same definition, we were robbed of a full Steve Austin comeback 17 years ago. Granted, does he want to at this point? Probably not. But if it's possible, why not one more uh, one more little run? I think he's perfectly happy doing the podcasting. And- oh, he totally is. He, and, uh, and, and, by, and, 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 by, and by the way, I need to call myself out. I was a big fat liar on my own timeline. I don't really? like Steve's beard. No? It's gross. It's 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 an IPA which I don't like. I don't like IPAs, and I didn't know it was an IPA when I bought them. So I have the one can up here on my bookshelf, empty because I drank it and suffered. The other one is still in my refrigerator, stone cold. Well, I think uh, eventually, and this was just a planning thing, and I, I messaged messaged you earlier about it. I think what I need to do, we need to get a bottle of Jericho's Bubbly. We need to get a case of IPA. And we need to get a bottle of the Undertaker's wine, and I'll need to. Uh, and I'll, I can take your word for it. If you don't like the taste of it, I will at least try these alcohols in the sports bar, and I'll give my official opinion. I mean, my only again, my only problem with the Undertaker's wine right now is the cost. You have you have to buy two bottles at fifty dollars each, and 
I'm sorry, I can go to my local grocery store and buy a nice bottle of wine for about maybe, I don't want to spend no more than $20 on a bottle of wine. Yeah. I, am- <laughs> I just realized there was a comment when the show started about my audio being shitty. Yeah. The microphone is right here. Bring the microphone down. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Dumbass. Where's <sighs> Walter when I need him from Jeff Dunham? Okay. I haven't seen that. Now the all can hear my ginger ass. Hi, welcome to Talk Wrestling. 68 minutes in. Dumb shit. Okay. Good grief. Colin says, what was the bigger comeback this year? Edge after the 11-year hiatus or Roman after a few months? Okay. No, I'm going to disagree with you. And I'll tell you why. Edge came back, had the mania moment, and then got hurt. We haven't heard from him since. Roman took the time off to avoid the COVID thing with his leukemia interacting, came back, and flipped the script. Roman turning heel is a nominee for headline of the year this year for NoDQ.com. So let's not, you know, I mean, so is Edge, obviously, but let's not glaze over Roman's heel turn that we've all been clamoring for, like a pack of freaking Pavlov dogs for five years so i say roman personally all right let's see um yeah uh, elijah says again i haven't seen aw in like a month and a half so a aw questions are going over my head higher than the uh the moon was last night when i tried to take a picture of the eclipse and ended up freezing my nuts off anyway um oh, mikey went bye-bye okay bye-bye mikey um Mr. Anderson says, who do you think will win the triple threat tonight on Raw to face Drew? Probably, I, I know it's Keith and I know it's Randy, so the third guy. I forget who the third guy is, but it'll probably be him. Dwayne says, where did you go? I think it was a glitch. I'm still here. Okay, very good. Um, has Adam Pierce officially retired or just being that uses, he's, he's officially retired. He retired six years ago. He, uh, I know if he's got neck, I, I don't know what Adam's story. I don't know if he's got neck things or whatever, but he he willingly walked away six years ago. Laid the title down in the middle of the ring in Australia. Um, had a couple more matches with Cole after that and a few more outings or whatever, but he officially stepped away for good in 2014. And he immediately went to the PC to be a trainer, and they went, hmm, we got something here. So I like okay. him. He's a great guy. All right, this is a very easy question. I, I love that we keep asking about Punk because people know I don't. I have mixed feelings about CM Punk, but I, I, I do respect the man greatly. Um, who do you think would get a bigger pop if their music hit the Royal Rumble? CM Punk if Rumble was in Chicago or Stone Cold anywhere? Punk in Chicago. My God. The freaking Rosemont Horizon would explode. Are you kidding me? Holy balls. Or Soldier Field, wherever the hell they're going to have it, you know, wherever. It, it, that would be I, tremendous. I can see the scene. You hear the opening riffs. He comes out, and he doesn't even have to get into the ring. He just has no. to stand there with his gear on, and then it's like he'll he'll the the people in the ring will if they don't know about it they'll just be like oh great punks here great wonderful, and he'll just take his time. He'll get on the microphone. He'll get on the headset. He'll talk for like five minutes. He'll get in the ring. He'll probably do do a few you do do a a few moves, get out, and the crowd will still be chanting, no matter what. No, 
I would do that, except the first thing I would do is have him walk out to the uh, the, the ring, you know, stage there, kind of stand there and soak it in, you know, hands out, you know, doing the whole punk thing and bend down on one knee and stir the sand around and look at the watch. It's clobbering time! And then just walk to the ring, slow, saunter to the ring. There's the word, saunter. Today's word is saunter. Ah! Okay, anyway. Um, um, all right, so. And if you don't know that one, you're also too young for this show. Get the hell out of here. Um, anyway, <laughs> that show is 32 years old. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, 32. It's crazy. All right, let's see here. Hey, Jeff, do you think they're going to have Jericho? Again, I haven't watched. Okay. Y'all need to keep up with the show. I haven't watched AEW. I don't know. Um, Dylan says, who is that? Who that is still wrestling currently would you have on the show? Oh, okay. Um <laughs> Good question, Bubba. Um, anybody, really. But the thing, Dylan, the thing is, like, Vince doesn't like me. And that's just long and short of it. So they won't let me have any of their guys. I've tried twice in the last month. I need to call that guy tomorrow, by the way. Um, has, has, has Vince flat out said that to you? Or are not, you not, not Vince, no. Um, our, our sources. That's oh, all. Okay. Um, however, I was able to book TNA people in the past and back people in the past. I love to, do it. I love to talk to Tony Khan or whoever's, you know, doing talent relations for AEW and have those guys on. That'd be great. Um, impact people, NWA people. Um, you know, yeah, I kind of gave in to static in a DM today, but you know, I, I if, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, and I would love to have somebody from the other leagues. I wouldn't mind having a football right? player in the sports bar. Right. I wouldn't mind having a baseball player or a basketball player just pop in and say, hey guys, if you've got a question, go ahead and ask me. I'm, I'm down with that. No, Brendan, I said Keith Leeds. Keith Lee, Randy Orton, who's the third guy in there with, with the triple threat tonight? I don't know. Uh, uh. Let's see. My favorite beer is Blue Moon Mango. We I don't know what flavor of the beer it is, but I know JJ's roommate is very fond of Blue Moon. So. I am not a Blue Moon guy. Nope. Picture Stepway drinking wine. I I will I will make people super chat to see that happen. I will because wine is not our thing at all. Good grief! Hey, if you guys if you guys want to be generous and send a bottle of Undertaker wine here. You paid for it. I'll gladly drink it on the show. That's it. Elon says, what do you think is the biggest what if in wrestling? Ooh. This is heavy. Mm, I like it. The biggest what if. There's a couple There's a couple uh -huh. answers I can put out here. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and let this one be for now. We'll, we'll be percolate about it, and we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. So Good question. There's, there's a very good question, and that's going to be our closer tonight. So yeah, that'll be the closer. All right, let's see here. Uh, let's see, Cleaver. What place should the WWE pay-per-view get first, the UK or Japan? The thing with Japan is, is that New Japan is so entrenched there that it's hard to get WWE booked in there unless they work out some kind of like agreement type thing. The UK definitely deserves a mainstream wwe pay-per-view they haven't had one since the ruthless aggression era which is bullshit so yeah if you remember it, the it, 90s, take overs, but you know if yeah. you remember the 90s we did have SummerSlam in the uk my yeah. question would be um why hasn't wwe done anything major in mexico why not have a pay-per-view in mexico with all they do is house shows and i think they might have done a raw in mexico but there are a lot of barriers to cut through 
um, that a lot of us don't know about, honestly. Mexico is in place to try to yeah. run a business, especially Mexican wrestling. It's like the freaking mafia down there. It's it's nuts down there. All yeah, right. My answer, my answer to that question would be um, Japan, because the All UK right. has already the UK has already done pay per views there, even though it's been a long time ago. Right. Reporteria says, "Was Punk supposed to do an interview with you?" No, 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 no. That, that, that was never going to happen. I never even tried for that. Um, my thing with Punk is a a private matter. However, he ran into my father at the 2000. Oh boy, what was the All Star Game that was here, Mikey? NHL 17? When was what? When was the NHL All Star Game here? 17 or 16? I want to say 16. Okay. Whatever year it was. It, it, it was already after he'd been gone for a while. Um, but Punk's a huge Blackhawks fan, as is AJ. So they were, I, I, he was for sure at the skills thing the night before the All Star Game and ran to my dad. And my dad, you know, just talking back and forth with him, um, you know, just kind of shooting the breeze about, you know, because he, he, he noticed that it, he, my, my dad knew who he was, right? So they're just talking, talking, and my my dad asked Punk if he could autograph uh, uh, his business card, his, you know, the, the, his company name with his name on it. His, it's not his company; it's the company he works for, um, with his name on it, and for autograph back for me. And he goes, sure. And he looked, he signed, he looked, he goes, Meacham. Is your son named Jeff? And I went, and it was in that moment that my balls called up into my thighs. Uh, so wow. the fact that Punk knows who I am, dude, mad props, good or bad. You know, I mean, that's that's cool shit. So anyway, I got respect for Punk. If he comes back, great. If not, I don't begrudge him a damn thing. I don't. I wouldn't know what to. I wouldn't know what to say to him, honestly. I mean, yes, I would probably mark out, and I know wrestlers don't like that. Right. It's kind of like the like the Joker says in the Dark Knight. You know, if I have a plan, or if I, it's like I'm like a dog holding onto a car. I wouldn't know what to do if I had it. That's the same thing with me. You know, when I met HBK, I tried to stay as calm as could be. I gave him his book. I was happy, but it's like. And, and that was that was a planned interview. We knew he was going to be there. If I see him in the street or if I see him at a restaurant and I'm like, then I would do the, oh, my God, there's HPK. What do I do? What do I say? I would forget my name. So that, that's the same thing here. If I have times to plan it, I probably still wouldn't know. I, I mean, he doesn't want to talk about WWE anymore. I get that. He did his thing. Right. I know he likes – I could talk to him about hockey. I could talk to him about comic books. I MMA? Could, I could talk about MMA. Other than that, I would only ask him those questions, say thank you, and you're free to go. And then I would look back and I'm like, man, I can't believe it. I had him right here, and I didn't ask him this. Right. And to Sean's credit, he put the book over and he popped for it. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed oh, yeah. that moment. I agree. That was great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's sat down and read it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am planning a second edition. Right. In fact, I'm going to probably rewrite all my books all right. with a format. And hey, if you, who knows what happens? Okay. Here's a question that's going to really hurt to actually say out loud and then have to answer. So bear with me here. Would you rather have the Washington football team win the Super Bowl? Or the Anaheim Ducks win the Stanley Cup again? 
Wow. Dear Lord, forgive me. Washington win the Super Bowl. Hands down. No questions asked. I dislike the NFC East teams. I hate the Anaheim Ducks with all my being. And I know that's your team, Mikey. And I'm sorry, but the guy asked me straight up. So, no. The Ducks, I no. I would have picked a different team other than the Washington football team. But um... <laughs> there is no... The, the, the only way I want the Ducks to get anywhere near the Stanley Cup is if the team is taking a tour of the Hall of Fame. Period. <laughs> Period. Well, Wait, even, you, even, go ahead, I'm sorry. Even if the Ducks miraculously in 2021 get their second cup, it's not going to solve anything. The rivalry is still going to be as strong as it is between LA fans and Anaheim fans. I think that's not true. It'll solve one very simple thing. It'll solve my freaking constipation problem. I'll be shitting myself for weeks. <laughs> anyway, big news five dollar super chat. Early, about 15 minutes ago. Sorry, Jeff. Um, 340 Thank Eastern. Okay, so if, if, if they go at 640, uh, 340 Eastern. Oh, God. Okay, so that's that's noon. Okay, God. Dude, we can, go, we can go live at 3. We probably we probably can. We'll, we'll figure that out uh, tomorrow. Nice. We'll probably we'll figure that out on Wednesday. I mean, we'll I, mean I, I mean, at worst, 4 o'clock, which is awesome. That's so four, good. Four o'clock, freaking late, dude. That's awesome. Thank you, G, for that, dude. I appreciate the $5 and the information. You you, you rock, dude. I've been wanting, yeah. to, I've been wanting to say that, but I I figured do the Super Chat instead. I appreciate that. Okay, so let's see. Where, where were we here? Um, okay, so we answered. Okay, here we go. Here, here's another question. Dwayne says, if you could ask Vince just one question and get a legit answer, what would it be? If I could ask Vince McMahon one question, what would it be? Oh. Oh, wow. I would ask Vince, are you completely satisfied with the way your company has gone with you at the helm? He would probably say yes because he just believes it. So, honestly, you know what I'd ask him? I would ask him... God, this is another good question, another tough question. Um, I did ask him at one point, you know, uh, when I met him in 2008, how uh, um, uh, is there is it, it, is this the the crown achievement of your life? And he said, "No, honestly, it's still standing in the ring in Pontiac with my dad's spirit there at WrestleMania." So, um, honestly, now at this point, I would ask him. What will it take for you to give Hunter the keys to the kingdom and step aside? I would. That's a good question. So, all right, let's I'm, see. I, I'm going to step away just quickly. I think the kids are right outside my door, so I'll be right back. Very good. Just uh, mute the mic. All right, it's Keith Lee, AJ, and Riddle. Yeah, I definitely don't want to see Matt Riddle become a contender, so I'll go with Keith Lee for tonight on uh, on Raw. Um, let's do that. there we go. Hi. All right. Let's see here. Uh, what do you think about the winners of the five on five survivor series matches facing each other at TLC to the number one contender for the bland? That's basically the, the thing that, uh, uh, JJ pitched, uh, last two weeks ago on whatever we had on dads. Um, 
about having the winners of Survivor Series uh, go into the chamber and uh, compete for a title shot. So there you go. Um, I, I the, the the idea has merit for sure. I I like it a lot. Thank you, D. It was 2017. That's what I thought. They did the 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 Beast in the East thing in 2015 um, with Brock Colin, but it wasn't a you know name pay per view like Red Mania, SummerSlam, whatever. That's why I don't have any more. Let's see here. Um, well, I mean, I I appreciate that I have a major voice. I just don't honestly think of myself as that guy who, you know, gets the attention of the big names. Like, I know some people know who I am and they're my friends and that's fine. But, you know, I mean, Punk, I've kind of, you know, ragged on him quite a bit. So it was pretty cool to have respect. That was, that was actually kind of nice. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, I like this one. Mikey, you can answer this too if you want, even though it's directed at me. If you could manage any WWE superstar from the present to the past, who would you manage? <laughs> Boy. Okay. Very simply, I would manage. This, this is going to surprise people because you all he's going to say Hogan. He's going to say Austin. He's going to say Cena. He's going to say his buddy, RVD. Ravishing Rick Root. And I'll tell you why. As great as they were together on um, TV, he and Bobby did not get along. And there was a lot of strife with him in the office, I've, I've heard, because of Bobby. If I were to take over Rude's uh, reigns, he'd have been world champion in 1990, in my opinion. Well... My answer would be easy. I'd, I'd be I'd be part of DX. I would come down to the ring with DX, and and I would love to be on the microphone during a live promo, or I'd be the guy just sitting there. You know, they they tell the jokes, and then you cut to me with that face or whatever. Or you know, I I'm the guy that sneaks in the ring and ties their boots bootlaces together, and they fall to the ground or whatever. I don't know. So your so, hornswoggle with with full height, basically. Yeah. Basically, so, but yeah, it, it would be DX, and it would have to be Hunter. It would have to be Hunter and Sean. Uh, maybe bring in the Outlaws and X Pac as well, and you'd be like a band of six. And then they'd get tired of me, or Creative would kick me out, and then I'd probably just retire. You'd end up in a box going to OVW. Anyway, um, <laughs> did you like the New Year's Revolution pay per views? And if so, what was your favorite? Two thousand six, easy. The ascent yeah. of a regular superstar. My significant other and I watched that live and bawled like children when Edge won the title. So, I agree. Brendan says, I'm a Ducks fan, Oregon Ducks fan, at a boy. Oh, you mean that team that lost to Oregon State the other this over this hey, past week? My cousin that was an Oregon Duck, you watch your foul mouth. I'll kick you off your own damn show. Oh, wait, it's my show. You, why would you do that to me? Because you're ragging on the Oregon Ducks. My cousin is well, Oregon Ducks. Damn it! Oregon, Oregon State was on on our TV, and we have we have a, 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 an important reason as to why, which I will disclose later. But uh, sorry, Oregon is not undefeated anymore, thanks to the Beavers. And that's all I'm going to say about that. 
It's never good when your beaver be- best you. Anyway, um, there we go. Uh, yeah, and this is new information because favorite wrestler with a favorite movie with a wrestler in it. Oh God. Okay, let's go back in the Casas years. About six years. Wow. Um, um, God. Honestly, uh, Rocky Three. I'm going. I'm going all the way. I'm. I'm going into the the eighties. I'm going to say Princess Bride. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Okay. I agree. I've, I always forget about Princess Bride for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. It's a damn good fact, if, I, if I have to name a quick top three, Princess Bride, Rocky Three, and then I'm going to throw in The Condemned because I think The Condemned started everything. It, I mean, I, I, or maybe, yeah, but the, the Condemned came out first and then The Marine happened. So that, right. that's why we put those. Uh, no, 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 no. Marine was, was six. Marine was 06. When was The Condemned? 07. Thanks, John. <laughs> okay, and I like, I like fair, military. To be fair, the Marine is what turned me back on to the C Nation because I was hating on him all year. So. <laughs> you know what? I, I seen the, the, the Vince comments. I just thought of a great question that I would ask Vince if I could. Okay. Did Randy really sleep with Stephanie? Boom. <gasps> I would. If, if, if I was guaranteed a straight-up, non-bullshit answer, I would ask him. I would. Do you I really would. think he would? Do you really think he would know the answer to that question? Yes, he totally knows. He totally knows. Because if that really happened, do you really think Stephanie would tell her father that? Considering the age she was, dude, he found out. He found out. Okay. Tough subject. I'm going to leave that there for you to read. <sighs> I just got turned on to the Pac-12 this season, okay? That's all I'm, I'm going to say about that. Oh, listen to him backtrack on the non-expertise. Listen no, no, to that. I am not backtracking, okay? I'm brand new to the Pac-12. I don't follow college football very much. I have a reason to. I've... I've Usually, I usually I've despised college football because mm-hmm. when I was younger, it would ruin my cartoon time. That's why I worry about the pros. I don't worry about college until the bowl seasons in in uh, the beginning of the year. I would watch the Rose Bowl game. That was the only one I really cared about. There are too many colleges and too many college football games to keep track of, and then they all get to play, and you, and you never get to know who's. The, the number one team because you have you could have six teams in multiple divisions that are undefeated. I think even Obama once said, put those teams into a bracket and let them battle it out until there's one team left. Rant over. <laughs> you put the ticker up. <laughs> Remind me when the COVID lifts to have my uh, my twenty-something female cousin slap you in the face for insulting the Oregon Ducks. All right. I'm, anyway, I'm not insulting the Ducks. I'm just are saying you, they got beat by their you, team. You're picking on them. You're picking. No, on them. I'm not picking on you. I'm stating a fact. They lost to their rival, and that's what happened. It was one game. Don't try to make this conversation with the facts, sir. I tell the facts. 
And don't call or, me Shirley. Anyway. Um, Oregon lost. Straight simple. They lost to a rival team. Get over it. Sorry, you're duck. Oh, God. Here we go. Time out. I'll be right back. Okay. Let's see here. All right. With the bombing of retribution, breakup of New Day or factions becoming stale. If you could break out a new break out a new stable of current stars from any brand, I wouldn't do stables. I'm kind of over the stables thing. It kind of they. I, I we need to have people actually uh, featured prominently on their own. So the the stables thing, the faction thing is kind of what it is for me. Brandon makes a good point. They live with Piper was damn good. That's that's my favorite horror movie with the wrestler in it. Even though it's not really a horror movie, it's kind of a action adventure slash horror movie, but it's still it's still damn good. I love it a lot. Um, and that's not even my favorite horror movie. I said the flat lie because I like a lot of horror movies better than that with Resident. So I'm just kind of spin off the hip here. Um, let's see here what we have here. All right, so we've come to the end of the questions that are current. So let me. Uh, the question was posed to us, what is the biggest what-if in wrestling history? For me, it's very, very simple. What if Hulk Hogan never signed with WCW? Stay out of my head. Changed the game. Completely. I need more light. It's too dark. I agree. I mean, that, that that is the biggest what if. I mean, I, I'm glad he came back, but for the years that he was gone, like like the Joker said, he changed things. People wanted things to go back to the way they were. There's no going back. There's no going back. You've changed things forever. Yeah, and he did. If Hogan leaves. Vince elevates Brett. Um, goes to the new, the new stars, faces Randy out, he jumps. Um, faces Piper out, he eventually jumps. Um, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash get elevated along with Shawn Michaels and catch the eye of their former employer. They jump back and Hogan turns heel. So it, it's it is a nasty domino cascade effect. I totally agree. All right. We got about uh, half an hour before football, and I'm going to take my leave, and I'm going to say thanks for having me on the show. And again, uh, again, the news, uh, 1240 p.m. is the is the new time. Pacific. For, yeah, 1240 Pacific for the Steelers and Ravens. Tentative schedule to go live Wednesday afternoon, 4 o'clock. It's tentative. If I need to go at the nighttime, I will. Yep. And I don't want to ruin anyone's dinner or anything like that. So I will see you all Wednesday after the game. Okay? Have a great night, Sad Boy. We'll see you Wednesday, brother. Bye. All right. There we go. Thank you, Sad Boy. And thank you, Big G, for being along for the ride. And I'm sorry, Colin, you couldn't be along for this show. But I understand. So uh, let's see what we've got here. Big. Damn, this freaking thing skips like crazy. Bigger potential, Keith Lee or Big E? 
Keith Lee. I love Big E. I think he's a great guy. I think he's awesome. But Keith Lee has potential for days. For days. Um, let's see here. What if WrestleMania One Bomb is a damn good what if? I mean, that's that was everything. And what if Taker never wrestled WWE? And these are all great. You know, what if Bret Hart didn't lose Survivor Series and wasn't screwed? What if Bischoff had won and people purchased WCW? Uh, what if Vince had not won, won the war? There's so many what ifs. But I honestly think that Hogan crossing that line into WCW in 1994 really changed everything. It gave Bischoff and by by uh, by association WCW the momentum to um, combat and go to Monday nights and fight. And they made a hell of a fight out of it. So there you go. Um, I think that's going to do it. I know I'm, I'm still not quite at the hour, but I want to kind of breathe before raw comes on. Um, so, the question about Hogan coming back at WrestleMania 9 very simply is um, uh, from what I have been told and what I've read in various books, uh, Vince asked him to come back um, to uh, get Brutus over uh, in 93 when he was coming back from his facial uh, surgery, his, his uh, reconstructive surgery. And, um, you know, Vince and Terry, they get, they get in their heads with each other and the belt's on him before the end of the night. So, there you go. Um, uh, where might Aleister Black go from here? That's a good question, Chris. I don't know. His wife has been uh, unceremoniously dismissed, so I don't know where things go for him from here. I would like to think they'll do something with him legitimately or let him go because uh, that's just more petty shit that they do, and it's terrible. Um Nando says, what if Ric Flair joined the WWE? Yeah, he was supposed to join the WWE in 1988. That would have been huge. That may have been the nail in the coffin of, of Crockett and WCW be even before they really got rolling, right? What if Hall and Ash never jumped? Right, and again. Uh, and Hogan, Well, I, I don't think it would have worked without... I mean, it really depends which two were the outsiders if it wasn't Scott and Kevin Collins. So I that's a good... Uh, a good question. Nando says Black should be allowed to go back to NXT. I do agree with that wholeheartedly. All right. I'm going to get plugs going here because I want to kind of get out of here. Um, so forgive me for rushing through all these. Um, let's see. Again, uh, we did the plugs earlier, but I'll go through them one more time. Uh, you got my friend Alexander the Red, the lovely, lovely cosplayer. Um, who I've known for a couple of years now. She is at patreon.com. I was going to do the red. I didn't plug her earlier. I actually forgot because I, I did Collins first and I skipped over her. So she is a amazing model, amazing cosplayer and a genuinely nice human being to boot. So give her a follow. She's on Twitter at Alexander, the red, no E in the, and on Instagram at Alexander, the red and Facebook at Alexander, the red. So check her out. She's, she's a doll. I love her. She's one of my favorite people ever. Uh, Colin, the man from Cleveland, Ohio. Keep up with the Cleaver at nodq.com slash Colin and youtube.com slash the Cleaver Colin Andrew. 
my buddy Lisa, who calls in every now and again. I appreciate that, Lisa. You're you are one of my favorite people. Period. Just not ever. Just period. Period of all time. At Angel Lisa Marie two on Twitter. Check her out there. My buddy Laura out in the UK at OnlyFans.com/slash/LauraSendsFan. Of course, NoDQ.com underscore Big Baller. NoDQ underscore Big Baller G on Twitter for Jeff. LB Stack seventy seven for LB Stat Kid with two D's. 1977 for Mikey, who just uh, departed. Um, oh, okay, I missed that. My, my bad. I, I sorry, Colin, I missed that. Um, I don't know. I mean, again, it's it's very much like the documentary says. The stars align, man. I mean, you had Hogan and you had Scott and Kevin Cross. It just it all came together um, in that moment, and it was really something. Um, it, was, it was something to behold. Mike D and Psycho Jet Black with a similar run of questions, so I'm going to answer them kind of thing. Owen Hart not dying would have meant him and Brett would have probably retired either that year or the year after like they were supposed to and set off into the sunset peacefully and calmly. It would have been a lot better story. Um, if, if Eddie didn't pass away, I don't think Chris Benoit would have... Um, Snapped his twig, for lack of a better term. So, yeah, if you watch Dark Side of the Ring, that completely destroyed Chris. Was Eddie's passing? It was the worst thing that ever happened to him, and it was it was very very bad, terrible for his uh, his state of being. Um, again, you can find me here on YouTube and on ODQ.com's YouTube and on Greg Cherry Brand. So let's not shun those. Uh, you're watching. I appreciate it very very much. Um, you can also let me get rid of that. There we go. Very good. Uh, you can also catch me on Anchor. If somebody can find out where I get my sponsorship reinstated, that'd be really nice. I'd appreciate that. And at teespring.com slash store slash Jeff Meacham Network. No hyphens. <laughs> Love it. Um, on Twitter, you're watching me right now. Appreciate that. And underscore Jeff Meacham. Instagram, same thing. And facebook.com slash Jeff Meacham Network and the Jeff Meacham Network in Facebook groups. Um, again, it's a huge week for all of us. Um, at the Jeff Meacham Network. It's really, really awesome. We're going to end, we're going to start off uh, hot, we're going to continue hot shit. We did a pretty good show today. I, it's a pretty good show, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know. Um, let's see here. Um, comments here. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Kyle. Appreciate that. So tomorrow, at 6 Eastern, roughly, 3 Pacific, give or take. I'm going to call him in the morning, and we'll iron things out. Buff Bagwell returns to a uh, Jeff Meacham broadcast for the first time in 17 years. I haven't caught up with Buff in a long time about a lot of things. He was in a car accident earlier this year, so I want to touch base with him, see how he's doing physically, how he's doing mentally, and what is next for Mr. Mark Bagwell. Wednesday Wednesday morning, my time, afternoon, your time, and these calls, 1 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific is the Greg Cherry Show on all three channels. Uh, again, we'll be doing wrestling talk and football talk and what's trending now, weird Georgia laws, and the Wednesday Q&A. That's me and Greg and whoever else he brings in the room. It's Greg's show. It's his prerogative, right? Wednesday night, of course, after the big game, we'll be going into the Stopboy Sports Bar. We'll be talking about the Tyson Jones fight from this last weekend, more about our NBA coverage, miscellaneous shenanigans, and then the full recap, deep dive, whatever you want to call it, into the NFL week. Um, is Buff Bagwell Hall of Fame in your opinion? I will answer that tomorrow when Buff is on the show. I will leave that for uh, then. Thursday on Wrestling Rewind with Greg Cherry and myself, we will be watching 
one of the featured contests from the very first Starcade back in 1983. It is a dog collar match. Yes, that is a real dog collar. Yes, it is Roddy Piper. Yes, it is Greg Valentine. That'll be coming up Thursday on um, Wrestling Rewind here on the Championship Network exclusively on the Championship Network. And then Friday also on the Championship Network exclusively, you will see the dads, not always on wrestling, as JJ and I cover our top 10 all-time best Starcade matches going from 1983 till the year 2000 and of course sunday nights at 5 45 eastern is my exclusive watch along of nxt war games exclusively right here on the championship network at 5 45 eastern and of course the takeover event starts at 7 p.m eastern for out here on the west coast thank you all very very much for watching for the last hour and 45 i appreciate the support Again, I appreciate the uh, the forgiveness and my transgressions over the last 24 hours. It is greatly appreciated. I love you guys. Um, you guys are what keep me going. So I greatly appreciate every one of you being here. And we will see you tomorrow on Meech's Musings with the return of Buff Bagwell. See you tomorrow. Good night, guys. <laughs>